I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. It's time to get outside. This is KSL Outdoors, brought to you by Bear River Lodge. Two hours of stories and information on hunting, fishing, and high adventure. Our host is Tim Hughes on KSL News Radio. Welcome back. It is nice to have you with us, uh, and we welcome you to a brand new day here for a Labor Day weekend. Can you believe that? It's Labor Day. Where did party's s- over? Where did summer go? <laughs> Well, if you're retired, yeah, no, the party never ends. You and Navi, the party never ends. Russ Smith is in studio with me here. I'm just going to tell you we're recording a day early because uh, Thursday this week was, uh, I'm saying was, even though it's coming up tomorrow, it gets very confusing. Sorry. But uh, a busy day for all because uh, got a very rare football game that's happening on Thursday night. And uh, we don't know the results now, but we will by the time this airs. We'll just pretend. The Utes won and party like it's 1999. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, if that makes sense to anybody. Nice to have you listening today. Russ Smith from Sky Call. What's your it's week good to been be like? here. It's been busy, but, you know, it's always busy. It's yeah. good. Looking forward to football. Yeah. Uh, there won't be a lack of things to do for any of us, I think, for the next, what, three or four months yeah. here. I know one guy that's already involved with a, uh, a GQ shoot today. Oh, yeah. He's put on his Ute gear and wants to have his picture taken in his newly upholstered golf cart. Uh, <laughs> as the Utah man he is. That's great. Navidovskis, that's what's going on today, right? Right, but we don't party like 1999 like Prince. We party like 2004 and 2008. <laughs> Undefeated seasons. Correct. Yeah, that's what I thought you were leading up to here. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, so you're up uh, up the canyon today looking for some uh, cooler air. It does look like when this uh, program airs on Saturday, there's going to be some rain that'll bebop around uh, northern Utah probably Saturday, Sunday, maybe even a little bit on Labor Day Monday, bring in some cooler temperatures. So uh, take that into account for all of you that have uh, weekend plans here. Uh, Russell, I was looking forward to having you in studio this week because we're going to connect with Carol Clausen, who is a, a handler of sheepdogs right, and right. is associated and affiliated with the Sheepdog yeah. Festival that normally happen on Labor Day weekend up at Soldier Hollow. And I got news uh, earlier this morning that it's not taking place this weekend, so there'll be some people that are a little shocked about that. Maybe I'll just run up there with my dog and chase him around for him. Well, you'll be alone if you show. do it this Put weekend. Put lights on him and a little show. <laughs> it's being moved to... Uh, Memorial Day. I mean, for the people that didn't find out. Oh, I see. Yeah, You'll put Give on a, a little show entertainment for, for those yeah. in the grandstands. Uh, we're going to find out why uh, it's not happening in this weekend. But uh, she told us that it's one of the better attended events anywhere in the world, which is fantastic, yeah. just as far as spectators go. So a lot of d- dog lovers here, and we'll look forward to Carol joining us in the next half hour. You've also arranged for uh, a guest on the show today, right? Right. We've got... It disappeared. I had it on a piece of paper. Yeah, it's right there in front of you. Jeez. There it is. I'm colorblind. (laughs) Ray Lambert, and he does uh, preparedness activities for families and things, and uh, 
kind of work through whatever issues you might have, being prepared for disasters and what comes your way. With what's going on with yeah. another uh, hurricane that yeah. luckily the kid's grandmother who lives just north oh, yeah. of Tampa in uh, Newport Ritchie yeah. survived just fine, stayed home. And said yeah. they had a little bit of wind, but nothing too bad as the storm went farther north. I, uh, I, at, well, it was four in the morning here, and so they were already up and going in Florida, my buddy down there. And I just asked him if he got everything tied down. He says, you know, we're going to miss the worst of it. Yeah, that's you good. Know. So good. Yeah. Um, Navi, you'll have fish bites for us, I'm sure. Yes, I do. I'm going to talk uh, strike detection. So Ooh, tune in. Do you have anybody uh, reach out to you after our conversation last week? I know usually you get some texts from friends or even listeners of the program checking on your health. Um, yeah, absolutely I did, including my son. He listened, too. And he was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. So Mickey was even out of the loop there on some of it, huh? Well, he just was surprised it was being talked about on the air. Um, no big deal. Yeah. But, yeah, a lot of people reached out. It was nice, very kind. We are also going to be talking at the top of next hour with uh, Heather Talley, who is our Upland game coordinator. The um, archery season got underway as of August 19th, and so hunting is very much on the minds of many, I'm sure. But we're going to talk Upland game and the things that hunters should know about the 2023 Utah Upland game hunts. We'll look forward to that conversation. And I got a note earlier this morning from Mark Wade. We'll do a little road tripping with Bob and Mark. And correct me if I'm wrong, Navi, but... We did uh, Utah and BYU last week looking for things to do in and around your favorite uh, football program. So we're going to give correct. we're going to give uh, the same amount of love this week it looks like to Weber State and Utah State for things to look and do uh, for those that may be coming in for those football games. Goodness, I looked at the schedule of uh, college football games if you wanted to, you could probably vegetate from sun up until yeah. way after midnight watching football this weekend. <laughs> Just follow him I with the sun. I wanted to, and I will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, matter yeah. of fact, that is on your calendar. And first of all, I don't know where you come in from when like he says, when people coming in, I don't know, I'm coming into Weber State from where? Well, how many people did you say are estimated to be coming for, and by the time this airs, had come in for the Florida-Utah game? You said there's probably ten or 11,000. Oh, from Florida. Yeah, that's a lot of people. Well, I don't know if they listen to this show in Florida and know where to go. Well, if they're in town, they will listen to this program. Rightfully okay. so. Hey, you th- you're, it was last week, but you're, yes. You're large. You're nationwide. You didn't know that. Well, I knew that. I just, you know, I, I get that he would say if you're coming into, you know, to the game in Utah, here's yeah. what you do. But that was last week when they weren't here, and this week they're telling them how to get to Weber State. I don't know. Well, this just proves uh, what I've said about you all along. You overthink things, and sometimes it causes more questions when you well, overthink I, these I, things. Yeah, it's kind of a lost art in this country to think. Thinking? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right, right. <laughs> All right, so we got, we got a lot to get done over the next couple of hours, including uh, some news of the week. And uh, speaking of hunting, we were talking, uh, you know, that the um, archery season kicked off as of August 19th. Don Brinkerhoff in our news department was put in charge of uh, filing a story or two about uh, hunters and hunting season. And he ran into a story that I really want to share with you if we can coming up on uh, the news of the week of uh, – a situation that a hunter had, I think it was last season, if I remember right. But 
really touching about uh, the camaraderie that happens in the field during something like a big game hunt in the uh, state of Utah. So we'll share that uh, conversation, that story with you coming up here right after we take a news break. News of the week is right around the corner. And then, uh, as I mentioned, Carol Clausen will join us. We'll talk a little about sheepdogs. We'll talk about the festival that uh, is moved from Labor Day to Memorial Day 2024. When we come back, stay right there. gun in the face. Then all of a sudden they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to KSL Outdoors Radio. Time for a little news of the week here this morning. And uh, Navidomskis had a hankering to talk about something called a blue moon. Blue moon, you saw me standing alone. <laughs> Russ wants to sing along. Uh, this was the second supermoon, which was a little unusual, Navi, but they call it a blue moon, and uh, so it's both. Well, yeah, um, and it's more than unusual, Tim. This is the the moon is seventeen thousand miles closer than it is normally, and a blue moon is wow. any moon that occurs within twenty nine days twice. So the likelihood of you getting two full moons in twenty nine day cycle is just extraordinary. Yeah. And that's why they call it a blue moon. The second one's called the blue, and more importantly, you also get a super moon periodically. I don't know, once every two three years. Mm-hmm. But we got a super moon and a blue moon combined. That's the rarity. Yeah. I have friends that are photographers uh, out there, and uh, Jason Sims is one of them. And when he sees these things coming up on the calendar, he goes and takes his Jeep and climbs to the highest point he can with the least light pollution and things that may be in the way to catch a shot. He has taken some amazing pictures uh, of these of this moon when it happens so close to the Earth and just gigantic. Yeah, um, it's you know, like I say, this happened. We're taping on Wednesday, um, but this has happened. So if you just go online, you're going to find exceptional photographs, like people putting their hand out and holding the moon. There'll be like <laughs> special places, like most typical is Brazil, Rio de Janeiro, with you know, with uh, Christos and the moon on his hand or something. You'll see all kinds of crazy photos if you just go online. I mean, I'm predicting 
but this is generally what happens. Artists go crazy in this exceptional time. Yeah, hope you had a chance to see it uh, over the last few days. All right, um, I want to. We, I mentioned that the uh, archery season kicked off on August nineteenth. Next half hour, actually next hour, we're going to be talking with our Upland Game coordinator Heather Talley because Upland Game with pigeons, doves, uh, rabbits, both the cottontail and the uh, snowshoe hare. Yeah kick off this weekend so we'll look forward to talking but speaking of hunting i mentioned a minute ago that don brinkerhoff from our news department was put in charge of creating one or two stories for the newsroom because we are headed into the hunt season and he ran across a guy a hunter who was sharing a story that he remembered and i think it's really great we talk about it being such a social activity uh, more so than a hunt and i remember back in the days when doug miller would go out and all of his reporting was yeah, not about yeah. not about bringing home any big game from the camp. Yeah, <laughs> it was funny. always about being a camp yeah. and uh, these camp friends and families that would get together and yeah. bring in like a a giant water tank and heat it with a fire so they could have a hot tub while they were spending their evenings. Anyway, listen to this story about uh, youth hunting out maybe for the first time. It's a great one. The youths. Well, I would have been about fourteen or fifteen at the time. And the coolest thing I've ever witnessed in hunting was we were at South Yellowstone Slope um, above Roosevelt, Utah. It was opening day. Um, There's a million people out. Um, There's just orange polka dots all over the mountain. And uh, with everybody moving around, it it pushed this great big deer um, out of a, a little collection of trees and um this deer is probably one of the biggest ones i've ever seen um in person while hunting and it was four points on one side five on the other um just a really awesome deer and as soon as it ran out of the trees into the open you heard a million shots crack (laughs) off at this deer um and it got hit a few times and thankfully it it just went down right away and as we were watching it Um, We watched about three different parties come in, um, all met up at the deer at the same time. Um, A couple of them were really rushing it to try to try to claim it. And um, they were far enough away, we couldn't really hear what was saying. But then a fourth party came in and and they weren't coming in near as fast as the other three did. And um, once that fourth party reached the reached the deer, we watched the other three parties all all back off and, and walk away and continue their hunts. And it was very peculiar thing for us to see um you know, pride can be a a real beast when it comes to hunting and especially a, a trophy buck like that and uh, so we curious got the curiosity got the best of us and we decided to go down and see what happened and also see if, if there's anything they needed to help and um we were speaking with uh, the dad of the group and and what had happened was when that deer ran out and everybody shot at it, his uh, his little boy that was his first hunt, I think he was 13, it's the very first time he had a tag, he took a shot at the deer and, and, he, and, he, and he made contact with it. So when those other three parties came, they were trying to claim the deer, but once they realized that a youth had shot at that deer and it, had it actually hit it, all three parties backed off, let the youth have the, um, have the satisfaction of, of bagging his first deer, it was just really awesome to to see that. I know that that's a, a deer that probably none of those three parties will ever be able to claim ever in their hunting careers. Um, but the fact that they all unanimously gave the youth hunter priority was just amazing to watch. And I've never seen anything like it since. 
Um, I hope I can see um, some great acts of courtesy and, and kindness to the youth hunters, but it was just really special to watch that. Yeah, how cool is that? And I just want to, you know, pass along that we're all hoping that uh, you have a safe and, and enjoyable hunt season, but uh, these people obviously didn't know any of the other hunters, but uh, that's how it turned out. Great stuff. All right, guys, we've got to take a break. We'll do that uh, when we come back after a news update. Looking forward to talking with uh, Carol Clausen. We'll tell you why the Sheepdog Festival isn't happening up at Soldier Hollow this Labor Day. Stay right there. You knew just what I was there for. You heard me say. A stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. 